Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. It is another beautiful day and you're locked into the Budo Brothers podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Kyle. And I have been thinking lately about the stressful times that we're living in and how easy it can be to get into a funk, you know, where it can, you can put it off, you can put it off and you, you, know, you feel like you're going, you got, I got this, I got this. But then every once in a while you just hit a cold streak and you get into a slump. Yeah. You, you, you lose your footing. You feel like you've lost momentum. You lost your mojo. You, your, your energy's lower. Like that happens. Yeah. And sometimes it can be difficult to get out of that. Mm-hmm. I've recently been feeling like, not necessarily in like a, a deep funk, but nothing in my current life with work has been working out. Like it's just been mess up after mess up after mess up after mess up after mess up. I'm just like, man, we can't get a win. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like seasonal, right? You have summer and then you have winter, but like you have good months and then you have tough months tough months and the funks that you could get into can be really long and drawn mm-hmm. out sometimes and mm-hmm. they they can they can be a lot to get through and you're you're right with the current state of the world and how things are and the types of media that you're watching it's very easy to get in a down yes. state yes yes and what is so wild, I've actually been really analyzing when I'm in a good state, when I'm on fire, when I've got limitless energy, I can go, I can be banging out products, I can be creating cool, my creativity's high, I'm operating at maximum red line, all systems go. Mm-hmm. And I think back to when, like when I'm in that state, I think to myself, man, I could never let myself get into another funk like that. This is how awesome it is to be firing on all, on all cylinders. And that's a thing of the past. Yeah. And then it comes again. And it, you can't even predict how it's coming because it always is, sneaks up on you. And it, it, if you could see it coming, you wouldn't get into that state, but it tricks you somehow. Totally. And then on the flip side, when I'm in uh, a funk, mm-hmm. when I'm just, things aren't going right and, ah, oh, you're frustrated and it's challenging and that wasn't supposed to happen and just our luck, you know, the list goes on. And then the same thought happens where I'm like, man, I I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get back to firing on all cylinders where like you feel like you're trying to stand on a broken leg. Yeah. How do you get out of funks though? Because that's a really valuable, valuable tube. Like what do you do personally to get out of a funk? It sounds pretty basic, but get back to the basics. I notice that when I'm usually when I'm in a funk, it's because I'm so I'm really stressed out. I'm overworked. And when I'm overworked, I don't I'm not working out. I'm I'm I have to eat something quick. I have to, you know, so getting back to the basics, slowing down, taking time for yourself, dedicating your morning, arriving before you leave, like following Sifu Singh's script. Yeah. Like that morning routine, it does help. So dedicating the first two hours of your day to you to get centered, to try and get out of that, mm-hmm. it that helps. And working out, honestly, a good workout. Go for a good training session, Yeah, gym, run, 
bike ride, skateboard, whatever it is, you know, getting outside, breathing fresh air, remembering that you have a heartbeat and that is a pretty miraculous thing. Yeah. And all of all of the things that cause us stress are in our minds. It's the stories that we tell ourselves that cause the stress. Mm -hmm. So what story are you telling yourself? Because we are the authors of our own story. That's very cool. Yeah. I do think that when you said slow down, that's one thing I really try to do too. You get really stressed out when you feel overwhelmed like you're in in over your head and i find when you have over stimulus from too many places and too many things it's good for growth right mm -hmm. like you yeah. need that to grow you need yeah. that pressure to grow and and become better and mm -hmm. evolve and to to level up yourself but that does come with added stress and it does come mm -hmm. with added anxiety. It does yeah. come with uh, frustration because you can't solve problems. It mm -hmm. has all of these things yeah. mixed in with it. So when you kind of go over that hump of, you know, this, these pressures and the stress being good for growth and you get into kind of like, okay, it's a bit too much. I'm in a funk. I really find removing inputs helps me out a lot. Like, when I'm in a funk, I don't listen to a ton of stuff. Like I don't listen like, like to a ton books. of podcasts or books. Yep. Um, Foot off the gas pedal on that. Yeah. Well, there's, there's certain things that trigger you or you just start thinking about more things. It's like you listen to a book on like climate change and you're like, Oh man, how can we, <laughs> we're solve all going to die. How can we solve this problem? <laughs> or like you look sure. Or you like read something on like on business and you're like, I got to change this. Like you just, you, you're more it, things to worry about. It, it continually adds more thought about multiple topics and that goes the same with other people's problems true like if you are if your cup is full and you're emanating light you yes you can help people and and pick them up mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and to help them through situations but if you know you're in a bit of a rough state thinking about spending time thinking about other people's problems when you have a lot that you need to work through is just prolonging the process of yeah. being in a yeah. funk where you're like, okay, that person has their problems, that person has their issues, but I really need to focus, like you said, exercising, focusing on me, getting myself back together before I could go worrying about the world's problems. And one other big hack that I have noticed, but it didn't click until now, where it's like, what gets me back in the game is the emails that come in from our customers that we made their day, you know, the product is amazing. Hey, mm -hmm. God, I love your customer. Like, whoa, getting back to service, S being purposeful, serving other people, yeah. making other people happy makes you happy. And I guess being proud in the work that you're doing, right? No matter who you are, you are talented at something that you are doing on a consistent basis. And you're probably not giving yourself enough credit for it. And taking a step back to appreciate, like, even let's say you were a mom or a dad and you were holding together a family or you, you know, do a great job at work and like, you know, taking the time to be like, man, I, mm -hmm. I put in energy to, to produce these results, like taking a moment to savor the outcome, right? More, so many times you, 
work hard and you just kind of skip over mm-hmm. what it is that you're doing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even, you're, you're too busy yeah. to notice what you're even, and then all of a sudden you have a midlife crisis and wondering what happened to your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, I think that's what a midlife, midlife crisis is. You know, it's like, whoosh, what's it all about? Like, whoa, whoosh, you've time portaled to the point where you've woken up. You're like, what have I been doing this whole time? That, and that, or that, or you accomplish everything you set out to do. And that's also another illusion you know we think that there's this happy place where we get to when once you've made your money you've sold your business you've yes retirement where you can just not work and you can just relax utopia oh oh, that's that sounds amazing and you know how many ikigai the japanese word ikigai reason for being the reason for you being on this planet shouldn't stop at age 65 Mm. Because the government tells you it's time to retire. Yeah. And some of the most happy, some of the happiest, most fulfilled human beings on the planet that I've seen never retire because they've never worked a day in their life because they love what they do. They've, they've found their calling. They're connected to their reason for being and they've acting it out. And why the hell would they want to stop? Right. There is no retirement. Totally. And that's powerful. And it's, it's crazy to think of it like that because everybody gets hyper-focused on the money, right? When I get this, whatever the your number is, that's when I'm going to be the happiest. Like, and you just said, like, it's not about that. It's about the purpose, your purpose for living, your purpose for waking up. And why do we put so much stress into money and the crazy thing is is it's such a system set up for to lose right we buy so many things and have so many material things that we don't really need right true you're saving up to buy this new purse you're saving up to buy the sneakers you're saving up to buy this car that's a little bit faster you're saving up to buy this flashy thing you're saving up to buy an extra mm-hmm. thousand square feet on a house like you're you're saving up because you think you're going to purchase something that's going to bring you happiness and then what happens when you purchase it you get a quick adrenaline dump and then you're like, now what can I purchase? What's the next what's the next thing I can purchase to get that quick adrenaline dump? Mm-hmm. And it's like a drug. Yeah. And like a drug, you create a tolerance to the drug. So your very first car that was a piece of shit gave you an inc- Whoa, look at me, I got my car. And now you want the nicer car. And then well, that was awesome. But then it wore off and it's a piece of shit. And I need the Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And then, but exactly. It's this, it's a drug that you need a higher and higher dose to produce the same result. And it wears off. You know what it reminds me of is like that image of a donkey with the stick hanging out in the carrot in front of chasing it. it. And you're constantly chasing this thing that you will never, ever grasp because you can never buy enough stuff to fulfill yourself like you could never be fulfilled by material things you purchase like yes they could bring you some type of happiness but 
it's most likely like your purpose behind buying it. Like if you went on a, let's say you saved up and went on a trip with your family um, that you saved up and bought. Like you're not, you're happy for the experience in that moment with your family, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. can be done anywhere. Sure. But the vacation helps sets that up. You happy you bought a home. The home isn't the thing. It's what you put in it. Yeah. The, like yeah. the people that yeah. you're in, in. It's a house. Right? You like, turn it into a exactly. home. Exactly. That, that's the thing. And the crazy part about a lot of those things is that they don't cost anything. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the irony. And that's where our we've got it wrong. And materialism doesn't lead to fulfillment. You know, we've got, we all, we all have desires. We all have wants. And we all, and you know what? If we're lucky enough to live in abundance where we can afford nice things, great. Mm-hmm. But we can't expect those things to give us fulfillment. And often that leads to getting into a funk. When you can't figure out why, when you got to this point that you thought you were going to finally feel this thing called fulfillment and shocker it doesn't happen well it's got to be the next thing it's got to be the next relationship it's got to be the next job it's got to be the next career you know and it's it's this never-ending thing when really you're missing the point yeah and don't don't get us wrong like we are still very capital focused oh for sure we're entrepreneurs absolutely but it's like going to the carnival like you need to pay your entry to get in like no matter how you look at it you need a certain amount of capital and resources to be happy in society for sure like if you're under a certain level of income life is very uncomfortable yeah period yes fact you're below the poverty line that sucks and that's stressful and yes you have all access to all of the things that make everybody happy Mm -hmm. and there's people who are happy like who are fairly strapped for cash but you have a lot of added stress yeah that funk becomes a lot easier to get because you always feel less than right you always are looking at instagram and like People are having fun and doing things you can't do. You fit like you can't do it because you do not have the resources to do simple things. And it makes you feel less important than other people. But being able to detach from that and to realize like those people are buying those things, but it isn't what is making them happy. Like happiness is like we just said it's in the free stuff and it's surrounding you every day like you could be a bum on the beach mm-hmm. or a, i guess a bu- sure like, like just i don't say mean to say bum but like you could be homeless and have nothing and be completely living off of the resources that you can find and have a great life right harder in today's society but it's like look at monks sure like they don't own anything yeah and you know they're some of the most fulfilled people and when you were talking about having not having the resources to afford nice like to afford an abundant life yeah right getting down to resources the and right when you started saying i'm like the only way to get out of that is to serve other people Mm mm-hmm 
which would create more abundance for you. Like if you go and help other, if you go and create a, start a business, solve a problem, create a new solution, design something that hasn't been invented before that helps an ever, a never ending number of people. Right. The math works out that you've improved. That, like it's a balance. It's an equation. Just like in nature, mm-hmm. there's always balance. And if you're only thinking about you and what's in it for me, shocker. <laughs> you're, what are you doing to make this planet a better place? What are you doing to serve others? And the other side of that too is that it's hard to not get trapped in consumerism. When you don't have a lot of resources... And it's funny because you look at some people who don't have that many resources, maxed out credit cards, maxed out debt. They're the ones walking around with these flashy things, buying Jordans. They got the Yeezys. They got this the new cell phones. Like They are buying the things because they feel like they can't have them and they're trying to own them and show them off, right? Mm. And that is the wrong tactic yeah. when you don't have resources. Like If you know that you have limited resources... Like you, you should not be wanting so much material things. And it, because that game is such a trap. It is a trap. It's a trap, but it's also a convincing trap. Mm -hmm. It's a convincing one. You want to, we want to stand out. We want to, you know, buy the coveted items that are going to elevate our status. (laughs) And that's the thing is like, when you buy something, no matter like what you buy like shoes shirt car all you're buying is a status symbol to either put you in a group or to get some type of attention right like you are buying that to so that people look at you and like because like a cotton shirt is a cotton shirt is a cotton shirt yep when it has a gucci logo Mm -hmm, on it mm -hmm. it means something like everybody knows what that means yeah the biggest craziest part about it is when you look at really wealthy people they don't have any of that stuff like i when i see like a really wealthy person who's had ultimate success rarely ever are they stunting in all the design things and and, like they're usually wearing very simple things Mm -hmm. and of course they spend money but there's they generally spending money on things that mm-hmm. enhance their lives, mm-hmm. not yeah. to show off to somebody. Yeah, right. Because they actually want the reverse. They don't want people. Yeah. They don't the, want the attention. No, they don't want people to be, be like. low key, man. Exactly. Like, I don't want people asking want, me for things. And this I don't want and, that heat. Yeah. How, like, it's so, yes. it's so backwards. But one of the values when you were talking about buying things to 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 feel a certain way i think that that's part of the value of certain products they how can like if if a product makes you feel good and you start walking with a bit of a swagger like mm-hmm. cuz you you're feeling fresh yeah money well spent totally and <laughs> and that's the thing right is if you buy something because you connect to that thing like yes actually yes connect right to it. right like that is something i connect to and it it represents me and mm-hmm. it supports a good cause or whatever the case is 
when you wear it, it it's purposeful. Yes. Versus if you're buying stuff every week just because you want to endless stunt yeah. or like show off. What's the point? That's it. And I feel like that's really when when we're designing our products, we want them to to elicit that feeling of wow, mm. this is awesome. Yeah. And we really just create things like it's it's very much an artistic expression for us. Hundred. And we've made a very big commitment to not be fast fashion, to not be I'm the next Nike. And truthfully, if you are in a situation right now where you are in between food and buying a Budo Brothers shirt, please buy food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is never feel pressured by anybody to do things that do not fit and match your yes, lifestyle. Yes, yes, And be comfortable with what you have, right? Be comfortable with it because that stuff comes and goes. Look at those people who, who are multi-millionaires in the stock market one day and then the crash happens and then they're jumping off the building oh, the next. Man, and, and look at... This is where when you have your identity all caught up in something it's and it's this attachment yeah. you know you're a, you're an instagram's influencer and you oh. have a million followers and then all of a sudden you get deleted off of instagram and who are you right. whoa there's gonna be some dark times ahead not to mention there's some dark times coming because we are destined it's just cycles of the universe for another economic crash coming right? It's, it's it's destiny. It's yes. just how the world works. Yes. And just like seasons. Yeah. They happen. And guess what? If you don't store food in the summer, you go hungry in winter. And this is the thing. Economic cycles are cycles. That's the crazy part about cycles. They actually cycle. You hit on a good point, though. Reserves help you get out of funks. Truth. Um, and maybe you don't have cash reserves right like maybe you don't have a lot of money saved because cash is tight but there's a, a lot of types of reserves there's your mental reserves your physical reserves like if you've been doing meditation and being in a good mind space and you are able to have the energy to adapt and change and to get through tough times whereas if you are riding the red line all the time and not not refilling the cup it life becomes a lot more volatile up and down yeah buddha brothers challenge <sighs> all right next funk that you get in the buddha brothers challenge is to just go for a walk hmm. no headphones no cell phone no nothing minimum 20 minutes go and observe just walk breathe fresh air feel your lungs fill with air see if you can hear your heartbeat as you're walking and realizing that you're alive and all the stress is really created in your mind love it till next week till next week we will catch you next thursday thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week see you later